and welcome back to Real Clear with Dr. Klein, the crossroads of politics and psychology. If you would like to listen to ad-free episodes and have access to daily and weekly releases, essays, and other membership perks, and you also want to help in the production of this program, go to realclearpodcast.com and click subscribe. There are a lot of places in this world where you can put your money, and so I thank you for considering membership to realclearpodcast.com. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Well, folks, crime cometh. That's right. The latest smash-and-grab mob store invasion just happened in San Francisco at Nordstrom. Around 30 to 50, I'd say 30 to 40 would be the likely number, uh, of young men ran into a San Fran Nordstrom and they laid waste. You should watch the video. Some of them carried bear mace. They violently destroyed the area, uh, trying to carry out high-end items as much as they could. All of this occurred in broad daylight, as law-abiding citizens spending their hard-earned income stood by idly, likely petrified. Retail theft is now estimated to be a $100 billion annual loss in America. All right, think to yourself that again. $100 billion in retail theft in America. Imagine to yourself what's going to go on with business now. How is this dividing the country? Where is the police response? Oh yes, they have been ordered in California not to interfere with thefts under $900. So if they did show up and confront these psychopaths, uh, the odds are that many of them would be carrying somewhere around $900, and the effort to apprehend them would be all for naught, and they would get nothing more than a citation and be sent on their way to go loot tomorrow. Their numbers, the police, are reduced and they may actually not have been able to respond in time. If any of you have been listening to me for a while, you know that I have been sounding the horn on this immensely important issue. Police precincts are down 60% enrollment, and police have retired or left the force in droves, and we have not replaced even a fraction of them in precincts across the country. We are literally entering into a period of Mad Max crime response. In other words, no crime response, just martial law is what it seems like we're heading toward. And if the police did respond and have an absolutely appropriate physical conflict with these young men, that likely would have led to convictions. You know what it would have led to. Lawsuits, allegations of brutality, someone uh, making a video clip that captures only the moment that the officer restrains the suspect, but not the moment where the person is resisting arrest or uh, doing something else that is you know, criminally observable. So the police are standing down nationwide, and you're on your own. If you load up a video of the mass looting, try to imagine yourself in that store, but imagine it's your home. Imagine that you're one of the nearby patrons in the aisles. Imagine to yourself that someone is broken in, and the police are nowhere to be found. What would you do? Most of the men have masks and hoods on, yet some of them expose their faces. What do you think the chances are that any of these men are going to be arrested? You think it's closer to zero or closer to a hundred? I'm going to say zero. We have an absolute epidemic of crime sweeping this country. We have not seen this since the 1960s, and we haven't even begun to see the downstream effects of 2020 and the cultural insanity that burgeoned at that time. The people committing these acts have been emboldened by the anti-police movement by the cultural precedent of the organization Black Lives Matter, 
which sought to divide the country radically, and did. And they threatened to further divide the country that was in many ways on the mend in the 2000s and early 2010s, from all the survey data that we have. We are witnessing a cultural breakdown that is likely to regress us 30 years. Some on the left in the media would have you believe that these young men are stealing in order to survive in an unjust capitalist system that marginalizes them. But they are not stealing food. There are no flash mobs in grocery stores of people stealing bread and milk and eggs. It doesn't happen. And the case might be that, well, they're uh, uh, selling these items on the side so that they can purchase uh, what they need to survive. How many of you listening think that's true? Well, I hope none of you, because it's just nonsense. They are stealing high-end luggage, merchandise, and they're doing so violently next to paying patrons in daylight. Now, before you think to yourself that they are stealing nonsense high-end products in a store for the elite, let us refer to what we know about spending habits and consumer behavior. If you read the book, The Millionaire Next Door, written by an economist in SUNY Albany, the average wealthy person rarely purchases luxury products. The average millionaires actually look average. They drive average cars, live in reasonable homes, and they don't splurge purchase. The likely consumer at Nordstrom, which was ransacked by an urban mob, are middle-class and even lower-middle-class individuals spending their hard-earned income. Just what do you think is going to happen to their cultural sensitivities? after they witness a group of entitled psychopathic young men smash and grab the products that they are willfully paying for, all while holstering bear mace, again, by the way. The result will be resentment and cultural schisms that are going to last generations. The other effect that this crime surge is having on the nation already is that anyone who can manage is fleeing the cities and going to the suburbs or the countryside. We are quite literally creating balkanized regions of crime now, businesses are closing in droves and leaving city centers. San Francisco has the lowest occupancy rate of any American city in terms of spaces rented. Portland is closing its city-run parking garages because nobody is going downtown. And for good reason. What do you think is going to happen when there are no more businesses in the city centers for these miscreants to loot? Where do you think they're going to go? Do you think they will stay put and sing to one another? Well, I guess we're going to stop committing mass crime. And we certainly won't drive out into the suburbs or go to places where businesses relocated. Is that what you think they're likely to say to themselves? And just what do you think is going to be the defensive response from the places which will be assailed in the future? Remember, when petty crime, burglaries, and thefts increase, all other crimes, including violent crimes, follow that trend in their wake. Do you think that suburban and township America is going to stand by idly and essentially let warlording gangs of young men wreak havoc on them? I truly don't know. It's a good question, though. <laughs>